Hey besties, welcome to the Bookish Spice Girls podcast. I'm Anna. I'm Mary Ellie. And I'm Isabel. This is a podcast where we talk about books, spice, and everything nice. Hey besties, welcome back. Um, if you tuned in last week, you may have remembered that Anna is not going to be with us these next couple episodes because she is enjoying her best life, living it up in Scotland and going to Spain and doing everything that me and Isabel are very jealous of because yes. we're here, <laughs> still working, um, <laughs> not enjoying Scottish air and shit and like we're just, you know. Seeing castles. She's seeing castles. Yeah. In like, real life. <laughs> If you are new, welcome. If you are returning, again, welcome. Welcome back. <laughs> yes, welcome back. We're also going to just talk about casual conversations about mm. sex and partners. Yeah, <laughs> normal stuff. No, normal stuff. I mean, you would think it was normal conversations, but you'd be surprised. It's not very, yeah. and a lot of people are uncomfortable. So that's why we're going to break the stigma today. Yeah. We're going to openly talk. And it's so weird because I was literally talking to my friend about this. She was telling me how her and her partner don't really have an open conversation like they talk about sex obviously what they like to do in the bedroom or whatever Mm -hmm. but it doesn't enter casual conversation whereas like i'm so open yeah about like talking about sex and like you know toys no toys what my sex life is yeah it's i've always been just an open person and so is my my husband he's Mm -hmm. literally been you know whatever he doesn't care right and so it's just so weird to like I guess I'm not normal. <laughs> no. Normal? I mean, I think there's no normal, different, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I definitely understand I'm pretty open with, like, sex talk, too. I mean, I know, you know. We, like, click Yes. Stories. Whenever you were like, I read uh, Spicy Romance on my Kindle, I was like, oh, my God. She's my person. And I was like, I write Spicy Romance for Kindle we're meant to be together but like and that's the thing is because i write super sexual scenes Mm -hmm. it's not weird for me to say those things out loud because i already tell the world these things you know what i mean right so whenever it's like oh like everybody's just hanging out and i'm like oh yeah so about that hand job or these you know blow jobs or whatever whatever and it's just kind of i don't think of it as like taboo or super sexual or inappropriate i mean right. i'm not gonna say it around children right. but you know we're adults and, and you know if it's just like whatever we're talking about i don't really think to be like People will probably think this is weird. I know. That's what I get, too. I always get the feeling of, like, they probably think I'm, like, this sex craze, like, addict who, like, does, like, has, like, a filthy, like, of course, mm-hmm. I do have a filthy mind. Yeah. But I just, like, it's so weird that, like, you know how sometimes when you sit down and you talk to somebody mm-hmm. and they, like, you know, his down below or, like, they use every other type of, like, name to uh-huh. say, like, a dick. Yeah. Or a penis. Yeah. Or if we're talking female, a vagina or a <laughs> pussy. Like, they just say, mm-hmm. oh, you're private, which is fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, I like there's no right or wrong answer to this. It's just, like, for me, I'm so, like, I just don't have, like, that filter. I don't have, yeah. like, a mind, like, that'll stop me. Obviously, like you said, children's a different story. I'm right. going to talk to minors that way. Or yeah. But, like, if we're two, like, adults and they're, like, talking about something and they're like, oh, my God, he, like, looks so hot and, like, you could see his, you know what? And I'm just like, what's, what's that? His cock? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is, are we talking about the bulge? Is that, is, is that what we're referring to? That's, that's yeah. the penis. That's the dick. That's the cock. I want the <laughs> vulgar word. Please. <laughs> Please use vulgar words around me. That way I will feel comfortable saying 
my vulgar words. Right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, because I try to be like myself, be open, mm-hmm. talk about whatever. And that's just, that would that would be if we're already in adult conversation land. Yeah. I'm going to say these things and mm-hmm. hope that it's, I don't want to make people uncomfortable. So I'm not going to be like, let's talk about your sex life, what you do in the bedroom. But if <laughs> I just, you. <laughs> but if I just say like, oh, you know, just something about sex or whatever mm-hmm. i don't think that that would make anybody uncomfortable but that's just i feel like like you know both of us we kind of live in that constant state of like well i'm just gonna say these things yeah and i don't know is that wrong no like right I don't, as long as i'm not making anybody uncomfortable that's, i don't see the problem see and that's the thing that's what when we do book club i want to censor myself sometimes because i have to remember that not everyone thinks the way that I do. Mm-hmm. Not everyone is open the way that I'm open when it comes to these types of conversations. And it's taken me like a couple years to even get to my point because mm-hmm. I was at that point where I was not comfortable talking about this. But then I realized this is literally a part of your life. This is literally, I think, majority of us partake in sexual activities. Mm-hmm. Like sex is literally what you do along with like going to sleep or right going yeah. to you know doing something it's literally a part of who you are mm-hmm. now i'm not speaking for everyone not everyone enjoys sex which is completely fine mm-hmm. but those that do should you should not feel like they you should be uncomfortable to like talk to somebody about like toys or i just notice that like some people just aren't comfortable with it whereas like you know they want to like hush hush and talk about it which is again your comfort level what you do what makes you comfortable mm-hmm. but i just want people to just feel okay to openly say like hey i wanted to know i got this like pillow and i'm using it you know and yeah I think that's we're talking about and it's like a, it's like a wedge pillow and it's like yeah talk to me about it ask me about it i've used mm-hmm. it i know what it is you know it's great positioning it's you know reposition yourself you get better penetration you know it's all these benefits yeah. for you and like that's what I am as a person, mm-hmm. that's who my person, that's what my personality is. I'm yeah. so open to have those conversations, whereas I know that I'm in a minority. But I also would like to think that people like that, where we would, we'll, we'll go up and be like, oh my God, so my husband and I want to try this, or mm-hmm. I bought this really sexy outfit, or I want to try these things. As long as you know, like we're all friends. So so one, it shouldn't be like that weird. But also, you know, when we're just kind of having a conversation, I would like to think that sometimes those types of conversations, if you can say it like publicly and not be shy or embarrassed about it, it could help other people. Right talk about it or feel comfortable like maybe they've wanted to say certain things or maybe they feel like they've want to join in a conversation about sex or something mm-hmm. but they're like i don't want to feel uncomfortable or awkward so if like it's us two and we're like hey everybody let's talk about this maybe they're like oh well they're not gonna judge me i can say something i right. can ask this say this and it would be fine right so hopefully i'm hoping that it makes people feel a little more comfortable or kind of realize like you can do it. It's nothing to be ashamed of, you know, rather than like pushing them into feeling uncomfortable. No, I just want it. you to feel comfortable mm-hmm. to say whatever you want to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think, I don't know. I'm probably going to, st- I'm still me. I'm still yeah. going to be me. No, you, like, like <laughs> yeah. I, obviously I, you're right. Cause I like nothing about me really changes. 
I'm when I say this stuff, I don't mean to say like I want you guys like I want people to like go out in public and scream at the top of the lungs like hey, I just use my dildo. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm not saying that. <laughs> like, I'm not saying like in a I, I'm saying when you're in a comfortable, you know, environment and you are around people to which you know and trust and like you have a friend group because like there's been friend groups where they've known each other for, you know, months to years mm-hmm. and they still it's taboo subject to talk about your personal what happens yeah. in your bedroom stays in your bedroom yeah those are types of situations like yeah. i want you to also express yourself to feel you, you should be able to express yourself to the people that you surround yourself with mm-hmm. and for me what i've noticed with my instagram my bookstagram mm-hmm. i like majority of the stuff i read is sex related yeah it, like it's just what feeds me yeah <laughs> helps me be me mm-hmm. and I've noticed that a lot of people, if I post like one non-spice book and I'm like, you know, because I get obviously recommendations from not even Anna, but like our book club and other people. And I'm just Mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm going to not always read spice. I want to read other things. I want to branch out. Right. And so I'll post about it, obviously. And then I'll get like new followers. And then all of a sudden, like they're looking through my stuff and then they're like, like oh i scare them away with the other things because i post <laughs> something new and that's like not a big deal she she likes dinner vipers <laughs> her favorite character is diesel what <laughs> it's like they're, <laughs> so they disappear back into the bushes like <laughs> i gotta get out of here <laughs> exactly so when they see that i'm like reading other stuff it, it does kind of scare them away which i mean it is what it is like mm-hmm. the, i don't i didn't do bookstagram for that i did it because like it was an expressive way and i also got to like I've been introduced to so many new people that's introduced me to so many new like smut and spice Mm -hmm. and one of it is monster that we haven't gotten to and I'm we're gonna (laughs) pause about that um so like but it's open new doors and that's the reason why I wanted to start it and it was something fun and Mm -hmm. so like even something like that even through a screen like people still feel like it can be intimidating Mm -hmm. and it still can be like very scary Mm -hmm. and like this podcast alone I wanted to do it because I don't want people to feel that I want if you want to read something that's filled with sex and it's just like that's the plot yes all about sex positivity yeah do what makes you feel good read what make what makes you happy Do anything you want to do. I mean, and that's really all it's about. It's not about forcing people to do something that they don't want to do or read something they don't want to read. Mm-hmm. But if you do enjoy these things, talk about it. Come listen to us. Come find us. Message us. I'm totally fine with it. We like, are real people. Yeah, I don't <laughs> mind talking about anything. Right. Like, really. So, um, yeah, I think that this is a good outlet. Absolutely. And, you know, and hopefully helping people just be like okay so people do that but like you were saying in in certain friend groups I mean I've always had close friends at wherever uh, I've lived you know we've moved around Mm -hmm. and I I feel like we've always I've always had somebody where we could talk about (laughs) these things with I've always found my people you know what I mean and so like where I'm like oh have you ever thought about you know threesomes or have you ever like you know where we have those conversations and it's totally normal because you're just with your girlfriends you're Mm -hmm. like let's talk about this let's like what about this have you ever tried this position (laughs) or whatever and those are just like fun and it's not like awkward it's just like we kind of laugh and we're just having a good time while talking about these things Mm -hmm. i think that that's healthy right now we're your guys's best friend yeah (laughs) talk to us about it yeah and because this weekend i had read i think well you already discussed this Mm -hmm. i won't say the book that i read but because we're going to talk about it later because i'm going to make anna read it but (laughs) i like went through um a series and well it's a it's the third book's coming out and it was a very short read i think it's they called what do they call them like novellas or Mm -hmm. something like that and it was a very short read, under 200 pages, super quick. And it was filled with sex. 
and I remember you sent me like a bunch of screenshots of like talking about like it was you know and everyone rates books differently everyone's gonna have their own opinion it, it is what it is that's literally the world and so I just found it funny because like people some of them are upset because it was filled with sex yeah and like they felt like this like there was no plot or story to it it was just sex and like that kills me inside mm -hmm. because a lot of those types of reviews happen to the books that I absolutely love yeah and people sometimes individuals sometimes go into a book maybe they want to go into it blind that's fine mm -hmm. but you should also prepare yourself by reading some of the synopsis of maybe what you're getting into mm -hmm. and maybe some of the trigger warnings and know like okay this book is going to contain sex mm -hmm. it's going to contain a lot of it there's going to be some play kinks that you may not want to listen to or even read about right and so once you like prepare yourself then you, at least you're going to go in like not completely surprised or taken back but at the same time i always feel like a lot of these books always get said there's no plot there's no story yeah and like the i followed a plot i knew exactly there's, yeah there's what was always happening. a plot yeah there, regardless of what type of plot it is or if it's like it doesn't necessarily have to be like this complex whole new world mm -hmm. 86 characters right. it's not necessarily like that it has to be that way i mean there's a there's a reason why these people start off this way and they end up this way and there's like even if there's 66 fucking sex scenes in the middle there's a story in there yeah but i think sometimes people maybe like don't know the difference of um like maybe erotica like maybe you come across an erotica novel right which is more sex based mm -hmm. uh then plot but there's still something right like there's still two because, people yeah. or more who are meeting and forming a connection or having some sense of drama mm -hmm. there's like a climax no pun intended <laughs> and like you know what I mean like there is a story there yeah even if it's just not like something that you feel like is super deep that's the thing like that's like those types of books even like what you said erotica they remind me of like those like porn movies too mm -hmm. and like people are like oh those are like they are cheesy obviously they're they're porn movies like, yeah. you're watching it for a point but like they're even there's storylines in a porn movie i mean when people like, yeah the, the, the pizza guy that yeah. comes to the door like i mean that's literally <laughs> did you not follow it I and then she doesn't Chad. she doesn't have money so she has to sleep with him to pay for the pizza exactly that's I mean, a story right there she literally had to compensate for something i mean i followed it i'm sorry you couldn't follow it <laughs> <laughs> but like that's how i read these books and like when i i read i found a plot you're right like these a lot of these shorts like majority of erotic books or even just like those types of romance books in general they're not going to be filled to like 800 pages and you're going to get a detailed every chapter a character is detailed out you're going to get the setting or this like you're going to get it but it's going to just be condensed but it's still there mm-hmm I was still able to visualize and follow. I was able to visualize. <laughs> um, but I was able to visualize and follow along the story. Mm -hmm. I thought it was a really great story. I thought it was really, you know, something that I needed because these last couple, like, month or so, I was literally immersed in fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> because I was trying to keep up with not only our book club, but I also wanted to branch myself out because I don't want to just be someone, oh, like, all I can contribute is, like... <laughs> <laughs> mafia and like hey i like it over the table but like i wanted to be able to read other things and so mm -hmm. anna gave me a list of fantasy and those mm -hmm. fantasy books are no joke because those are 800 pages yeah and so 
I needed something like a cleanser, a mm-hmm. palate cleanser, and mm-hmm. this definitely did its job. And I like, I thought it was a great start. I couldn't put it down. Yeah. And like, it made me go back to like, I was cheesing it and I was just like, oh my God, mm-hmm. she had them both? What? <laughs> and so I feel like people, I don't want people to go in to like romance and then immediately just dog it because they had sex. Yeah. When, especially those people that dog it, I, I, don't want to, I'm not someone who's going to judge a book by its cover, but I'm sure that they've partaked in sexual activities themselves. Mm-hmm. So they, again, it goes back to comfort levels, I guess. Yeah. And like you, I want everyone to feel like, obviously I can't have that, but I want everyone to just be comfortable of talking about sex and reading about sex. Mm-hmm. And it's so normal. It's literally like, we can talk about the fact that I just had sex a couple days ago. A couple days ago, yeah. <laughs> okay, it's been a very long time for me. Let's you not talk count. about it. <laughs> you don't count. <laughs> Husband's the point. But <laughs> I like, you know, it's a regular occurrence for me. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I don't know why people feel so, like, bashful when they read a sex scene and they're just like, oh, that's it. This was just distasteful. Mm-hmm. It's so disrespectful. And then they go online and then they just dog the shit out of it. And I'm yeah. just like... Was that necessary? Yeah. Like that, that in itself, I will say, like, just irritates me Mm -hmm. because, I mean, coming from like an author, like, Mm -hmm. I'm sure that is like, can be frustrating because you do everything in your power to like, give trigger warnings to let your people know Mm -hmm. this is what the content's going to be about. Yeah. When you, when I was seeing those types of reviews and those types of opinions that just like, I was like, well, wait, I've read a plot. I followed the story. I also got my sex. I thought it was a good read. Yeah. And so, I mean, that's, I feel like that's what these shorts are meant to do is just to feed into, feed into someone like me who needs that yeah. type of. I mean, and sometimes that's all people want. Like you said, a palate cleanser of some sort. Sometimes people just want something that's quick, hot, you know, full of sex with little story just because you don't want a heavy topic. Like, I don't want to be sad or I don't want to, you know, feel bad for these characters. I, I don't just getting railed. Yeah, I just want them to be having sex <laughs> and being in love and having a good time. And sometimes and, and, and other times you might be in the mood for a little, you know, emotion. Mm-hmm. Maybe you do want something a little darker, grittier. It's just you know, a mood, but th- those books exist for people who want that, you know, when they want it. Mm-hmm. Um, because I do the same thing. I am a mood reader. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'm just looking for straight sex because like, I don't want to have to like, think about so much of like, you know, this storyline, there's like three different storylines for all these characters. Like, I just want to be like, let me just read for fun and escapism and enjoy it. Yeah. Sometimes like when I'm like burnt out on even that, then I switch up genres and I'll read a thriller, something that is more suspenseful, that does have me like curious and wondering and thinking and kind of coming up with theories, Mm -hmm. which I also enjoy. And you know, I'm so jealous of that because I'm definitely not a mood reader. <laughs> I literally like force myself to read. No, I I have to like switch it up sometimes. And like I would, I have been struggling lately with a lot of books like that have not like been amazing to me. Where I'm just like, well, they're fine, but it's not something that you're excited to read and you're like dying to finish. Mm-hmm. And what's funny is that it's actually, I'm reading a YA fantasy right now, thanks to my son, who was like, you need to read this book. And but I was that like, is so adorable. And I was like, okay, I will. And then I started to listen to it, and it's really good. And I mean, there's not romance. There's like a bit of tension mm-hmm. between characters where you can see like, maybe it's going somewhere. But the story isn't, like, the story is enough. 
You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's interesting enough. And I'm like, oh, this is like the like the first book that I've like kind of been like, oh my god, because there are like mysteries and surprises and twists, mm -hmm. and that's just what I needed now. Right after this, who knows? I'll read that book you're talking about. You right. know what I mean? <laughs> so like. <laughs> Just read what you want, right. people. Yeah. See, and that's the, like, I, like, don't want people to think, like, Mary Ellie doesn't read anything other than, like, smut. Like, my childhood was filled with YAs, and I mm -hmm. think those are, like, my one five-star reads. Maybe because I was, like, 14, 15, and I was just getting immersed into this book world. Yeah. And, but the series, I will say this, the series I did read led me down the path of where I'm at now. <laughs> I will say that. Like, I'm not going to, like, sit here and be, like, because I did fall in love at that age with all those bad boy characters, the mm -hmm. dark characters. And I'm talking like the Fallen series. I'm talking about like uh Hush Hush series. I am like uh there's the Shadow series and all these like they were all fantasy. They were all paranormal romance. Mm -hmm. And I lived in that shit. Yeah. I went to sleep dreaming that I was gonna have this like really badass, like either fallen angel or like fucking shapeshifter or whatever come down come to me and we were going to go and frolic in the frolic. I fucking still can't say that word. Frolic. Frolic. <laughs> yeah. Into the wilderness. And I was going to have some magical power. So it led me to where I'm at today, which is, you know, whatever. And like, those were my five star reads. Mm -hmm. And like, there's nothing wrong with other genres. I was just like, right now I'm immersed into romance. I, my favorite genre is mafia romance because mm -hmm. I am obsessed with, men in charge and so far in my mafia romance world i haven't really come across a woman in mm -hmm. charge mm -hmm. and i'm i'm waiting for like a recommendation for that like i would really would just love that and i would eat that up yeah but, like i really would love a woman in charge in the sense of like take place of like the mafia man who's usually the don who's usually like the maybe the yeah. son that's about to inherit none of it falls on the at least the ones i read None of it falls on the daughter. The daughter is always the one that's married off. And then that's the start of the story. Yeah. And so like. My father sold me to some yeah, rival person. I'm paying the debt. Which, <laughs> don't get me wrong. I fucking love it. Yeah, I love no, it. I, <laughs> I eat that shit up too. Yeah. Okay. Like I. Because I, I picture myself like. Oh. I want to be married off. Why wasn't I married off to somebody why, powerful? Why was my dad not in <laughs> debt like that? <laughs> why was my dad running with the wrong crowd? Obviously. Right? Why was he actually like a hardworking human being? Um. <laughs> <laughs> but like so i mean i eat that shit up but i also want a taste of like okay yeah i only have a daughter my daughter's taking over and now she has to find someone and they're all trying to chase her okay so two things one not to like talk about myself a whole lot but there i did write a book that wasn't super mafia but it was organized crime it was like okay. racketeering and i had the main the girl was the main character and her father left her in charge so she was in charge of a group of guys oh. and, and it was this whole thing now i love that story it was very like violent i mean not like, super violent considering what i've just recently <laughs> wrote but like aka read dysfunctional it's out now <laughs> yeah but like there was you know crime there was it's titled war so that tells you enough right um and I loved her because I loved there being a woman in charge mm -hmm. of these alpha dudes who Women. she's energy. Yeah, yes. where she's still like, no, I'm in charge. Mm -hmm. It didn't sell as well as I hoped it would. 
And I wasn't. I just, I'm just hearing about this. I wish you would have like gave me this sooner. I wasn't sure if it was because she was the woman, and like oh. you know what I mean, like she was the main character. And you know, typically we kind of go after the guys with that vibe. Yes, there were guys like that with mm-hmm. that vibe. It's just that it was her POV. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but I love that. And I mean, I probably could rewrite it, re-edit it, and make it better, resell it, mm-hmm. which I might do in the future. But there's that. But also, I saw a scene. I don't know what it was. I don't even know if it was like a TikTok clip or a fucking TV show. There was something where there was a woman and they walked into a room and she was like, sitting there and there's like guys around her and she just kind of dripped with like power you know what i mean she she had this like i run shit yeah (laughs) and i saw this clip and i don't even know what it was from and i was just like i'm having ideas (laughs) like and that's just kind of how my brain works so i do have an idea i told you how i'm like Mm -hmm. plotting out my next book yes and one of them, and I won't give away too many secrets. It's going to be main character named Mary Ellie, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> one of them Just is going it. to be female, boss, energy type of stuff. I fucking love it. I so love I'm excited that. to write that because yeah, you're right. You don't see a lot of women no. in the mafia world who are They're the ones in charge. Damsel in distress. They're yeah. literally always the one that's like has to be saved, which Again, this isn't me dogging this because I live in this and I love it and Mm -hmm. I read it all the time. And I think it's the hottest thing, too. Like, I have both those sides to me, but I also want to, you know, read exactly what you're writing. Like, that's what I want to read. Yeah. And the thing is, is I told you previously that I was thinking, like, I totally had this envision of a book and, like, I want to write it. Mm Mm-hmm. And it takes place. It's a mafia world. Mm-hmm. And I really just want a book that just embellishes everything that I read, but switch the roles. Yeah. And like, I think that that's like the hottest thing ever is mm-hmm. like a woman in charge. She's wearing the pants. She's wearing the suits, not just the pretty little dress, which mm-hmm. nothing is wrong with that. I think the dresses are hot, too. <laughs> but like, there's just sometimes where I get that energy and I get that like masculine energy, I guess, if that's what you want to call mm-hmm. it, where I feel hot in a fucking pantsuit and like just do me up that way. Yeah. And versus like a really pretty dress and stuff like that. And I want that also in a book, too. Yeah. And like you can still be the shit and mm-hmm. still you know rock shit and but you are the boss yeah. you are the one not answering to somebody they're answering to you mm-hmm. and you're right a lot of those books i don't run into a lot of them yeah i think where i see a majority of them is in fantasy yes i have seen a lot of it in fantasy very so. very female led which Absolutely. is great because yeah. they're always like badasses they're saving the world yeah. they they know how to fight or whatever but yeah in romance typically we kind of bow to the men which exactly. don't get me wrong i will bow to my man Absolutely. i'm my down knees. for it like <laughs> i will submit and so i think that's kind of the appeal mm-hmm. um but i do love a woman in charge as well and i think what's maybe hopefully positive is i think since the time that i published my book i mean it's been years yeah that i now i think that there's been a little bit of a shift where people do want to see a little bit more of like the women on the cover or a woman in charge of more of like main right character energy mm-hmm. so hopefully it kind of keeps shifting like i know like men will always be like you're always gonna have the book boyfriend like that's right. the uh 
that's the thing that's the sell right you're selling this man how Next hot is he how powerful is he we need to do like he? a book girlfriend episode because yeah because I still have like my list of like women I would easily up and leave my husband for and like it wouldn't even <laughs> okay. be a question we have to do it because I want to know who those women are <laughs> yeah. it'd be a no question whatsoever <laughs> like who are you I'm sorry <laughs> yeah no <laughs> not today yeah but I feel like exactly what you said mm-hmm. is and that's just when we talk about romance genre in general I think that always is the issue that we run into and it is still a dominant ma- like a male dominated you know what we like what sells more mm-hmm. and I don't want to say because I will say Sophie Lark's last book called The Savage mm-hmm. does give a little bit more of a femme dom um, situation going on mm-hmm. and like a boss bitch type thing and yeah. that does happen I mean given it's still you know it still has a relationship with a man involved like there's still those other characters in there right right I'm just talking like in general like I want a just a full book from start to finish knowing that she is in charge she is the boss and it remains that way yeah and like and I do want conflict where it happens where like someone's like you know lets her know like this isn't you know your world or whatever but she's still yeah the boss and she like you know cuts it down because i like i mean like you said i'm i'm trust me i'm on for my husband i am you know on my knees when I need to be. <laughs> yeah so i mean i like the best of both but there is a part of me where i also enjoy reading dominant energy coming from a female yeah i think that is literally i mean i can't be like if i'm talking to you about it and you're in agreement with me i know that there are like literally thousands of other females out there that yeah. have to be not even just females other people in general yeah that want to see that too yeah and, there definitely has to be and you know what there might even be some like hidden gem books that do have that you know where you don't hear about them or books that way we just haven't come across because there are so many so if anybody does know of a book that has this female boss energy where please. she's running shit. This is her world. Mm-hmm. Please let us know. Send it our way. Yeah, please let us know. We will read Devour. it. We will talk about it and hopefully like introduce it to some more people because right. we we want it. Yeah, yeah, I literally would. I would love that. I would I would stay up and read all of it because that would really entice me, especially if it's like. It doesn't necessarily have to be mafia. I mean, if mm-hmm. it's mafia, gold star for you. <laughs> but it doesn't have to be that. And I just, I want to really just read about that. Because I feel like that is such, something that's so underrated. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm just envisioning the sex scenes. And I'm like, I make myself so excited. Because <laughs> I'm just like, the way that someone can write this can be so fucking hot. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. that's what I want to just read. I think it's literally femme dom energy is it yeah i think you know we all have our different likes and and kinks or what have you just preferences yes um and what i love about romance and i've noticed it a lot more recently is that at least people are openly talking about it more is that it's opening the doors for people to have these conversations like we were talking about earlier you you like sometimes have your friends where you can talk to each other about your sex life or just different fun things about positions would you try this have you tried that I want to do this those are my favorite conversations. you know what I mean yeah like you have that and I think now with romance books and like how people are like admitting to oh I have a praise kink oh I just realized that I have a degradation kink mm-hmm. or you know all the kinks that there are right um Fun. and then they're like I want to explore this but how do I explore it without 
scaring my partner off or, you know what I mean, being judged for it. Right. Which in the romance community um, is so accepting. I feel like we're so like, this is normal. Of course you have a praise kick. Right. You know what I mean? Like, of course you want to be called a dirty little slut and a good girl. <laughs> of course you do. It's totally fine. Yes. And so I've noticed a lot, and there's like a group that I'm in mm-hmm. on Facebook and people are doing, um, they're se- they're sending screenshots between like them and their spouse. Okay. Where they're like, Ooh. they're like, oh, I sent my husband these like quotes or these passages from this book, or I told I him to it. read this, and like as like almost hints, like this is kind of what I'm into. How do you feel about this? And right. then their husbands are like responding, and the the stuff that their husbands are saying in these texts is yes. super book boyfriend material like you're like did this come out of a book because and then you're like oh my god they're living their best lives and it's like love that it's because you're like oh i have this romance book and i've learned this new thing about me or i want to try this right so now i'm going to send it to my husband and have this communication which is so important right you know what i mean like just having that open communication honest no judgment and uh they're doing that and there was what made me think of you mm-hmm. was yesterday we were um somebody had a it's like an anonymous post mm-hmm. and she was saying that she had been married to her husband for a long time they got married very young okay which i totally related to i right. was 17 when i got married yes i was almost 18 though <laughs> um and uh, my husband was 19 yeah so we were kids and we grew up together we like learned a whole bunch of stuff together yeah like (laughs) we kind of grew up and then grew closer i mean you know it takes some time Mm -hmm. and so what this person was saying was that they had always kind of had a more vanilla uh relationship which is totally fine right but she was wanting to kind of spice it up and Mm -hmm. she didn't know how so people were giving her tips and advice and somebody had given her a link to that, like, like a quiz, like a, what are you into, which you had talked about before. Yes. The, so the lady who said that somebody sent her this quiz, they're like, just take this quiz mm-hmm. and like, just see what happens. And then I had commented and cause I was like, look, I'm, I'm with you. I was married very young. Right. I totally get it. We over time learn to like communicate more about our sexual desires kinks whatever what you're into which changed i was fucking a baby when i first got married so Mm -hmm. of course i was like i would never do this certain thing or i couldn't imagine this and like now i'm like what the fuck of course i'm gonna do that thing but like you grow up you know what i mean and so um i was like just you know yeah take that quiz whatever i was like be open honest and don't come off judgmental if right. they tell you something because then they won't want to open up to you again. Like you, yeah, you just have to be like, okay, well, I'm not sure if I'm comfortable with that right now, right. but whatever. And then um, I was like, use my name and you can totally be like, my friend told me about this. My friend said she did this or want to try this just to like say it to him and be like, how do you feel about that? Just to kind of check how he would react I to what you said. I love that you said that because I'm that friend too. Yeah. That I'm just like, tell your significant other or tell your person that, hey, 
Marielle does this. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Yeah, just like, oh, random conversation. So yeah. she said that her and her husband were, were going to do this. So in that way, and when he reacts, he could be like, oh, okay, well, Other that, people are that's, doing it. that's interesting. Yeah. Or he could be like, oh, yeah, that's not really something I would do. Right. And then you would know. I was like, but are you could put on like a spicy movie, even if it's just something like 365. Yeah. <laughs> Um, or you could watch full-on porn if, th- if those are things that you're comfortable with in your relationship to watch right. together. Put something on, have a glass of wine, and when you're watching certain scenes, be like, oh, that might be fun to try. Or mm-hmm. what do you think about this? To kind of just open up that conversation. Yes. So to sum up, she took everybody's advice. She was like, you know, reading the comments. And she came back later and said, we took the quiz. And turns out there was something that I had been wanting to try for a while that he also Yay! wanted to try. So she was like, we like, like we did this, this and this. And it was so good. And it was like the, you know, like this wonderful experience. And I yeah. was just like, yay. That is literally I'm so best. happy. That makes me so fucking happy. So yeah. If we did that, I literally live by those quizzes. I yeah. have those. Speaking of which, my husband and I have been very open from the beginning. I haven't guessed. I am someone that's very open. If I'm open to you guys, yeah. clearly I'm very open with my partner. Yeah. And so when we first started dating and when we first, like even before we started dating, we were, we, we had a very open conversation and he was even surprised at how open I was. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, this is just who I am. Like, I just don't want to go into the bedroom with you and we do something that we both don't like. Yeah. And like, I want to know your limitations. I can give you my limitations. Like, mm-hmm. and so we had to have this open conversation. I feel like when you talked about communication, us, we literally strive on communication. And mm-hmm. that was how we handled our relationship. And even to this day, it still varies. And so he was gone almost six months. Mm-hmm. And so while he was away, he actually sent me a quiz. Like it was a questionnaire. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I was super like cheesing about it, even though we already kind of discussed the majority of it. But it's still like, I was like, Oh, my God, this is so fun. It like made me really happy because he was away. And like, it just made us really excited when we got to see each other again of the things that we're going to yes, do. Yes. And so obviously when he was away, we still partaked in like, you know, the phone sex and like, you know, the distance Texting play. And yeah. All, this. all yeah. that stuff was still a very major play in our relationship. But when he sent me this, like I then deep dive into this, like starting looking at all these other questionnaires that are out there. And I'm just like, oh my God, this is so fun. Mm-hmm. And that was literally I actually sent that list because I he had sent me it and it was just so to give you like a little brief like whatever's in these types of questionnaires they're super basic like one of them is do you want to have a threesome Mm -hmm. yes no maybe and then there's like a little space at the end where you can like maybe define what's your maybe yeah where you want it to be two males two females how are you comfortable right it gives you time to explain And then there's other stuff like, do you prefer longer foreplay? What is your go-to if you want toys involved? Do you not want toys involved? There's so many different questions. Mm -hmm. And it like, if you are in a position with your partner and you are maybe nervous, maybe you're new ground, maybe you just started dating, or maybe you're just like, want to have like a fun flirty experience with somebody. Mm -hmm. And this is such a fun way 
to do that. Yeah. And I love those questionnaires because you can literally spill out the paper and slide it over and maybe dip out if you're like super nervous. Like yeah. there's people that are like that and mm-hmm. that's perfectly fine. Right. But my husband sent me a, a, a quiz too. This is funny. Like whenever we're separated, we do have like all these new conversations, like yes. new things that we seem to like discover or talk about. And then you're so excited when they're going to come home. You're, you're so like, horny. You're like, oh my God, can we finally do all these things we were talking about? <laughs> but it was, it was like a kink. It was more kinky um, yeah. quiz, but I loved it. But yeah. And so, like, I'm so thrilled that we can go. And now there's these groups where just romance readers and authors and everybody are in these groups. Everybody's totally cool about different kinks and different stuff. Mm-hmm. You read about it in your books. You want to try it. I mean, because there's been stuff where I... And I'm pretty kinky. Like, I'm pretty open to a lot of stuff. Right. But I've, like, where I've read something and I would be like, maybe, maybe I would try that because I read it in a book. And then it's something that I'll go to my husband and because we're open, I'll be like, so I was reading this scene. Um, so I'm thinking about this. And, you know, and that's, I love that that just happens and that romance books have allowed people to feel comfortable with yes. feeling these things of, also wanting to experience these things and then being able to talk to other people, even if it's like anonymously in the group and just be like, how can I do this? I want to try this. Any help, any advice. And then just really go full in because of a book. Like, that's amazing. Like I read this scene and now I get to send it to my husband Mm -hmm. and then he can, we can talk about it and like try to do it. I think, that's amazing. Right. I love it. See, and that's like, that's, I'm so happy that we had this conversation today. So I feel like, to, I guess, sum up this episode. <laughs> <laughs> we wanted to really do something different this episode just because, one, we're missing one of our partners. Mm-hmm. And, but two, we wanted to have really just an open conversation about sex and how, like, it could just be a fluid type topic and mm-hmm. it could literally partake in any type of situation that maybe you in with your friend with your partner Mm -hmm. and you have this type of conversation and so that was one of the reasons I think today we really just wanted to hone in on just the plain topic of sex Mm -hmm. and one of the most important things to have is communication you guys if you are interested in the quiz we'll we'll link it in our stories we want to thank you so much for tuning in to our sex episode it was all sex today (laughs) yeah our favorite topic yeah (laughs) thank you so much guys we will see you next time yes thanks for tuning in to this week's episode if you haven't already be sure to hit that follow button Also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram or TikTok at Bookish Spice Girls so you won't miss out on what your favorite podcasters are up to.